welcome to the UX of Diversity podcast, featuring Shayna Alquist and Stephen Ruiz. The podcast is a blend of narrative and interviews, all centering around issues surrounding diversity and inclusion. We will cover issues surrounding gender, race, LGBT, and other forms of diversity, including age. Although we'll emphasize diversity in the technology space, we'll also be drawing from fields including HR, academia, consulting services, and more. So Stephen, I'm so glad you brought me on board. And in the upcoming episode, I'm excited that you're sharing with everybody your experience um, as, a, as a minority in tech. I know that I've studied this in graduate school, and I found your experience to be completely consistent with the data. You know, it's funny. I have never really sat down and told my story. And and as much as I am a proponent of diversity within the tech industry, I've really never sat down to tell my story. So I think this is a chance to, uh, you know, get to know a little bit more about me and understand where I come from in the context of what we're doing here. So in this first few episodes, I'm excited to share a little bit about what drew you and I to the UX of diversity. So in this first upcoming episode, we're going to hear a little bit from you, Stephen, about why you're interested in this. And then in an upcoming episode, you're going to get a chance to interview me, lucky you, about (laughs) all the things I know about diversity and technology. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's really paramount that we tell our stories first to understand what the entry point was for us to get to where we are right now and to really understand where the passion for diversity within the tech space and within the larger framework of business in general um, comes from. So with that, we hope you enjoy this episode. Absolutely. Enjoy. This podcast is a direct extension from the Silicon Beach Diversity Meetup that was started back in 2016. This started probably around May of 2016, which had started as a way for people within the tech community. When I say diversity, I mean diversity with a capital D. I mean people of color, I mean LGBT, I mean people that are otherly abled, I mean people over 50, I mean people that have different types of mental capacities, I mean all big tent spectrum of what it means to be diverse. So diversity in the tech industry is something that is so clearly lacking. Back in 2014, I spent a year traveling from Los Angeles up to Mountain View in Silicon Valley, working for Google. And the thing about Silicon Valley, comparatively to Silicon Beach or Southern California, or more specifically, the area in and around Santa Monica, Playa del Rey, Mar Vista, the difference between the communities is that because Silicon Valley is a very well-established hub for tech, there has been a much deeper conversation around diversity within that space. There's been more of a conversation. It's more in the zeitgeist. It's more in the community there. While Los Angeles has really gotten a foothold in the tech industry, I would say the last five years or so, maybe a bit more than that. But really, if you look at Snapchat, if you look at Grindr, if you look at um, some of the other bigger tech plays that are here, um, those have have really laid the foundation for what has been called uh, Silicon Beach. You know, these are all marketing terms, but at the end of the day, the 
the tech community in Los Angeles has been not as forward thinking, let's say, when it comes to diversity. Now, you know, there are obvious corporate mandates for diversity. There are obviously things that have become part of the bigger dialogue when it comes to diversity in the tech industry. But what I'm hoping that we can do, and by we, I mean everyone who is currently involved in the Silicon Beach Diversity Meetup Group, and now with the UX of Diversity podcast, you know, my hope is that what this does is not just shine a light on the fact that there's a problem, because I think everybody knows that there's a problem, but rather to really find ways to come together as a community, as a diverse community, as a capital D, you know, diverse community, and find some real answers to these problems. If you just look at things like Gamergate, um, if you look at the manifesto that came out from the disgruntled engineer at Google that talked about the inferiority of women, the list goes on and on. And in the current political environment that we find ourselves in, it's more important now more than ever to really understand the implications of what it means for marginalized communities to have access to the same type of opportunities that their white male counterparts do. At the end of the day, if your organization, if your company, if your startup, if your staff does not reflect the community that it serves, then you are not only doing a disservice to the community that you serve, but you're doing a disservice to yourself as an organization. There have been multiple studies that have found that the more diverse the group is that comes into an environment to build products, the better that those products will perform. And it's shown time and time again. So, so that's kind of where we are, where we stand, what we're trying to accomplish. So let's do a little, let's do a little background. My name is Steven Ruiz. I have been in the technology industry for going on two decades now. I am a user experience designer by trade. I have been the acting user experience director for Dogtown Media. Uh, I have worked with clients such as Anthem and Google and Bank of America and Toyota. I have been through the ringer and seen a lot of different things. And specifically, uh, as a Latino in tech, I have experienced firsthand the difficulty of what it means to be diverse in tech. Everything from specific direct racism, conversations about me being Hispanic that were derogatory, to institutional racism, which have included everything from being passed over for promotion to being unfairly blamed, to simply being relegated to a part of an organization that wasn't key in the decision-making process. So I've experienced this firsthand. Now, the irony is, and to give you some other context, you know, I, my father, Mexican, uh, my mother, Anglo, from Oklahoma, I don't speak Spanish. I don't, if you know me personally, you know that culturally, how I come across is just like any other, you know, white bread 
kid from Oklahoma, which which for all intents and purposes, my surroundings would dictate that I am. However, if you don't know me and you see me on the streets, if you don't know me and you meet me in an organization, the way that I'm perceived is different. The way that I'm looked at is different. My last name is not a white name. And what this means is that ever since grade school, I've had to deal with an environment that was subtly and sometimes openly hostile to me because of my race. And that's a very difficult thing for me to, to, to share. It's a very difficult thing for me to put out there. But I want to because the perception of a person through different lenses is what we're really trying to get at here. The perception of being a Latino, Latina, Latinx, a woman in a wheelchair, homosexual, over 50, having some sort of health issue that makes you stand out from the group that you're a part of is something that is not seen as a normal functioning part of most technology organizations. So what I want to do here is just to create a dialogue. This isn't about right, wrong, whose race is better, whose gender is better. What this really boils down to is how do we get to a point where it's a level playing field. You know, if you've looked at the numbers for the technology industry over the past four years, three or four years, people of color, specifically African American and Latinos, make up less than 5% of the overall workforce within the tech community. And this is not because there hasn't been money thrown at it. As a matter of fact, since 2014, over a billion dollars has been spent in trying to reconcile, to fix, to address this problem. But the numbers have not gotten better. The ROI on the diversity investment from some of the brightest minds in the world hasn't worked. And I'll tell you why. People in the technology sector want to look at every problem as a technology problem. And at the end of the day, this is not a technology problem. This is a people problem. You cannot code your way out of institutional racism. You cannot code your way out of cultural bias. You cannot code your way out of creating an environment that's somewhat hostile to people from diverse backgrounds once you've been able to successfully recruit them. It's not a technology problem. Now, with that being said, I always make the analogy that the reason that Facebook has become the powerhouse that it has, the reason that Facebook has penetrated half of the globe is not because of its superior technology platform. It is because that at the end of the day, Facebook solves a people problem. It serves individuals to be able to put their own information out there, to become their own little mini communication centers, to essentially find a way to have a platform to communicate to their community or to their audience. This is a people issue. And the technology that Facebook has created serves the purpose 
of helping that people issue. This is what we're trying to do. This is where we're going with this. We are going to be looking at multiple issues around diversity in the tech industry. We're going to be bringing in multiple people from the tech industry who fall into the category of diverse members of that community. And we are very excited about this. This is the first step into a very, very long journey for us. Enjoy today's episode? Subscribe to the UX of Diversity podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you podcast.